This is the What I Live For podcast for Thursday, August 22nd, 2019. Welcome back to another episode of the What I Live For podcast. And today I'm talking to my friend Emily. You can find her on Instagram at M is the biggest loser. Uh, Emily is one of my good friends on Instagram. She is one of the strongest women that I know. Um, she's she's got so many things going on and 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 she talks about a lot of stuff in the episode so i don't want to kind of spoil it but she has so many things uh going on like she has so many plates always spinning so she's she's super busy but she's super motivated and i'm just glad to call her a friend you'll hear a lot about a lot of that stuff in the episode but she's just a great person i'm i'm glad to call her a friend and um, I just had a lot of fun just recording this episode with her. Um, it was kind of impromptu. Um, I've been trying to get her on the podcast, but she's super busy, like I said. So it was just fun just to sit down and just chat with her, um, uh, just about what she has going on and, and just the things that she has coming up in the future. Um, but like I said, she's such an amazing person and I'm glad to call her a friend. So I'm going to stop rambling and we're going to go straight into the episode. So you guys enjoy this and I will talk to you soon. I made it. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I feel like I should forewarn you that I've had a monster and now I'm halfway through a triple espresso. So you were a highly caffeinated. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How was run group? Um, it was awesome. It was our last week though, so I'm kind of sad because I really like the people I run with. And having a coach makes me work harder than if I'm just out running by myself. So I'm kind of bummed, but hopefully there'll be another one coming up. I'm sure there will be. Yeah, so she, is that uh, she? Um, this was like a 10 weeks to 10k training group. So our 10k is next weekend. And, and what's um, and what's the 10k next week? It's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 10k. Oh. So it starts at the Rock Hall in Cleveland, and it um, there's like live bands playing along the course, and it should be really fun. Yeah, it should be. You've been training for this for a while, though. Yeah, ten weeks. Yeah, you've you've really, and I and I really appreciate that you've been like really hitting your stride with the running because like after we left the flying pig, like you like jump head first into it. I know because it was so much fun, and that you know what was fun about it too was that it was so freaking hard. Like um, that ten k was brutal. This one is on the shore way. So it literally is a straight shot along the lake. You just, it's like an out and back course. You just yeah. run, run to East 55th street and then run back on the shoreway. It's like as flat as could be. So I'm hoping to really like crush my time compared to the flying pig, which was um, Mount Everest. Okay. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it, but I had so much fun at the pig and I mean, not, you guys were an added bonus, obviously, but just, I was on the course by myself the whole time. And I, I still like, I remember thinking about the flying pig and if people were looking at me and I was like, looking like a total goof smiling and like singing by myself, not like Crystal, <laughs> not like Crystal singing by herself on a treadmill, but you know, like just, you know, I'd be singing crossing a bridge and just how much fun it was and how like empowering it felt to cross that finish line. And I wanted to keep chasing that feeling. So I haven't really stopped since. Yeah, because you're like the one of, out of the, everybody who was running the flying pig, you're like the one who's like, I'm headfirst into this now. Like, I want to just be running. Yes, yes, and I love it. So what do you, so after this, this 10K, what do you want to do next after this one? 
Well, I already have another 10K in September, too. Okay. So it's uh, I'm not, it's not a serious one, though. Like, I'm taking this one seriously, but the one in September, it's September 22nd, and you start at one winery, and then you run 6.2 miles to another winery, and then they have limo buses that will shuttle you back to the first winery where there will be wine and appetizers and... <laughs> <laughs> So that one I'm not taking as seriously, but it's still going to be really fun. And it's going to be a hard run because it's out in like the country. It's very hilly. Yeah. But yeah, so I've got that in September. And then last week I signed up for my um, first half marathon. Ooh. And that will be um, in May in Cleveland, the Cleveland half. It's actually two weeks after the Flying Pig 2020 meetup. Well, you're, you're going to be ready for that, man. Yeah, so I figured the pig will be my last um, training run, you know, big training run. I'll be doing the 10K there and then start getting ready for the half two weeks later. So I'm pretty much booked. I mean, I'll do the turkey trot and I'll do the run Santa run and yeah. some of the smaller 5Ks over the next, you know, six months before the big, big stuff starts again. But yeah, I'm pre- my schedule's pretty booked. Yeah, I'm. I'm super proud that you are like really hitting the running heart because like you seem to really enjoy it. And like most, most of our friends, like who did the flying pig are like, I'm never going to run until another flying pig again. <laughs> I know. Or how many people were like, um, how about just the 5k next year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's just amazing to me that you like really went, went for it. Cause I, like, I didn't, I didn't know like you like running that much until like, like you were running before the, the before the pig, and then you were running like after the pig, and like you really started doing it like after the pig. Thanks. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm super proud of myself. It's a lot. It's I don't know. I just like I I was I was talking to uh, you might know my friend mom works it out on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was talking to her the other day, and I said, you know, weight loss to me has become a chore, and. You know, I don't get excited about it and it's not fun for me right now, but crossing a finish line always feels good. So for for me, it's like jumping on the scale and losing two pounds is cool, but you could also gain that two pounds back tomorrow. No one takes away your finish line. You cross that finish line and you own it and you have it and it's something you can be proud of. And so focusing on that for me has been really important just for like my mental health along the road of this uh, weight loss journey. And it's just, you know, what's better for your heart than staying active and no, yeah, no, I agree. Let Let's talk about that though, because I know we've had conversations about just weight loss in general. Um, so, have you taken a step back from weight loss, or, or are you still very much in it? I am somewhere between those two options. Can you give okay. me another one? <laughs> I I I I want to say yes. I've taken a step back. I've actually. Um, even gained a little bit of weight back. I've gained about 10 pounds in the past month or so. And um, I was hoping to not gain through this, whatever I've been going through, but I, uh, I did. So I, I do think I'm refocused again, mm-hmm. but I have ta- it's taken a back seat while I just kind of worked through some other stuff. And, and I, you know, I've got a lot going on with my personal life. So to just make weight loss, the only thing I was focusing on, I had to kind of pull back from that a little bit and it's definitely hard uh you know it's harder to fit weight loss into your life than it is to make weight loss your life so 
you know, when weight loss was my 100% focus, it was, it was easy to lose the weight. But now that I've given it only a, a piece of the pie, pie sounds good. Um, <laughs> now that I've, now that I've only given a small percentage of my life to weight loss, it's harder to, to do it. You know, it's yeah. like, I don't know why I have to be an all or nothing. Like, why do I have to obsess to lose weight or I just can't lose weight. I have to, I have to find balance. I have to fit it in somewhere. And, and I guess that's where I'm at right now is what's figuring out how to do that. If I could just stay active and that was enough, it's great. Cause I love being active, but I also really love food. Yeah. And you just have, you just have so much stuff on your plate right now, you know, between, between stuff in your personal life and, you know, your professional life. And then you're trying to run, like you just have a lot of, of plates to balance. And well, it, yeah. And my son, um, my son has autism. He goes to therapy every day. He has preschool. He has speech therapy. He has occupational therapy. He has behavioral therapy. So, uh, you know, and I have a full-time job and my husband has a full-time job. So we're, Mm -hmm. we're in the car so much. And so over the, since he started this new therapy center over the past couple of weeks, when I've ironically gained my weight, I've been eating a lot of fast food again because it's just like convenience, quick, you know, on the run, grab something because we've got to get to the next place. And it's as soon as I started doing that again, the weight just piles right back on. So I'm back on my cold turkey, no fast food, except for Starbucks coffee. Well, I mean, it sounds like you have a plan because like you, I I do. Because you, you've always been that kind of, and and that, and that's what I, I like about you the most is that you, you have so much stuff going on and and you don't let it break you like you you try to roll with the punches and uh, and I appreciate that about you because like for the normal person who would have to deal with just day-to-day stuff like they would probably break but then like you have all this extra stuff on top of that like it's it's amazing that you can persevere like just with what's going on well, don't you think part of, um, you know, there's not a lot of positive things you can come up with from being obese, but don't you think it making you pretty strong is one thing you can kind of say is a positive because yeah. I, I think being obese and, and having my, my outlook on the world and the life I've had to live because of obesity has made me a super strong person, you know, between people being rude, even, you know, mm-hmm. when you're a kid or even as an adult, the things people say or the way they look at you or the way you get treated. Um, I, I, I just think part of the obesity is what's made me as strong as I am now. So in one way, it's a, it's one reason to be grateful for it, I guess. Yeah. But, but have you, have you always been like that? Have you always been like strong like that, even like as a kid? Yeah, for sure. I, uh, you know, we, we grew up like, really really poor and um like lives in a trailer like super you know and and it's funny it's something i was thinking about too recently is like how much does the socioeconomic factor play into obesity because the first time i really knew i was overweight i was in third grade i was only eight years old and we moved from a trailer in a very rural setting to a suburb of a big city And all of a sudden I'm like, wait, these people don't look like me. Like nobody was overweight. And it was interesting as an adult to look back and think that when we moved to a city where people had more access to stores and to maybe healthier food options or things like that, nobody was really overweight. And 
you know, I, my mom has this picture when we moved, it was the middle of third grade and I was a new student and the teacher took my picture to hang on the door. And when she gave the picture back to me, I wrote my ugly third grade picture on the back of it. And my mom still has it and it's the cutest picture, but it, it was literally the first time I knew I was, I was overweight was at eight years old. And so I think between moving and moving a lot, which we did changing school districts a lot, um, and just always kind of being a little bit on the outside, I, um, I've always just kind of had to be strong. So it's, it's played off very well in my adult life to, to have that kind of personality though. Yeah. Cause you, cause you, like I said, you, you were super strong. Like, like most people couldn't deal with what you deal with. And I, I, I think that I'm trying to think of what I want to say. <laughs> Cause I, just, I, you got me stumped, but uh, you, well, you, well, okay. So you say you were poor yes. and you, you moved school districts and things like that. Uh, so weight's always been an issue since you were like in third grade. Yes. And you know, I look back at those third grade pictures now and you, I still can see that I was overweight, but I wasn't as overweight as I thought I was at the time. Yeah. But I've pretty much always struggled with my weight. When I was around 17 or 18, I think was the first time I really started dieting. Mm -hmm. And um, I successfully like went from like a size 20 to a 12. And I felt really good. And then I turned 21 and started drinking and partying and eating bar food. And the weight just came right back on. And then when I was 25, I joined Weight Watchers. Okay. And I lost like 75 pounds. I was totally crushing it. But I lived in California at the time for work. They had sent me out there for two years for work. And I was on my own. I had no, you know, like friends. I wasn't going out. I wasn't doing anything. So I lost 75 pounds and it was awesome. And then I moved back to Ohio in 2013 and back with all my friends, back going out and going and going out to eat with friends like everything you do is around food parties you know social outings do you want to meet for dinner do you want to do this do that and i you know i i guess should i have maybe gotten like the grilled chicken and broccoli instead of like the barbecue bacon cheeseburger and maybe we wouldn't be in the boat we ended up in but i didn't so you know the weight just came that 75 pounds plus 75 more between having two kids and um, I was around like 320 pounds after I had my second child. Mm -hmm. um, and then when Pearl was 10 months old, uh, she got very sick and it was a very traumatic experience for me. Um, she has a heart condition and she flatlined five times. And um, like while she flatlined, they were working on her and they blew her IV and blood was like flying everywhere. Oh, wow. And it was this like extremely traumatic, like something you would see on ER or house or something experience. And after that, I just, I, my anxiety got really bad and I coped with food and I went up to 400 pounds. Yeah. So in like 10 months, eight months, I gained 70 pounds. It was a lot. Yeah. So that all happened. And then last summer, my son, who is severe autistic, uh, he ran away from me and I was 400 pounds and I couldn't catch him. And I had to scream for my husband. And uh, my husband 
had to, you know, set our daughter down and go running and try to get him before he made it to the lake. And it was another super traumatic experience. Only this time, instead of reacting to it with food, I was like, you have to change. Yeah. So that that's, you know, that's my history with dieting. And, and these last yo-yos have been super related to trauma. You know, I gained all the weight from my daughter and then I've lost all this weight. Now I'm down, uh, well, with the 10 pounds, I'm back up. I think I'm down 106 pounds. In I mean, and, and, and that's, and, and that's fine. I mean, think about that. Like you dropped that much weight in 11 months and that, and that's, that's incredible. Cause a lot of people are like, Oh, I only lost 10, 20 pounds. I'm like, man, you lost 10 or 20 pounds. That's still something like you. Yeah, should, yeah. yeah. You should be proud of what you lost because like a lot of people, have trouble you know losing five and and like it's yeah, it's harder for for some people than others well i i know you've talked about it i want to say you posted something one time maybe it was on your story and amy has talked about it how nobody's weight loss journey is linear you know they're they're all over the place and mine mm -hmm. if you look at my trending map it is just a straight line down it has gone down i've never gone up so for me to have one month where my, the scale's up and I'm sure a lot of that is from fast food. So it's salt. And now that I'm, you know, right focused back on it, I'm sure it's all going to drop quickly again. Yeah. Um, for me to have one month, that was an off month. I'm not going to beat myself up over it. You know, I've, I've, I've been on it and I think that's just tiring. And sometimes it's like, okay, time to chill out for a little bit, but I could have chilled out with less mozzarella sticks, I guess. Well, I've had that conversation with you and I think Amy too, like about just being tired of of just the weight loss thing. Because like if you've done it for some like well, for me and Amy, I think we've both done it for multiple years. But like yeah. for you, you've done it for like just just oh just almost a year now. So like to to be in that kind of position where you're you're constantly trying to lose weight or you lost weight and then you regain and then you're trying to lose that same weight again, like it's it's so frustrating. Oh, God. And I mean, I'm not, I, I am not exempt from, you know, future weight gains or whatever this journey may bring. I've, I have beaten so many freaking odds by staying in a calorie deficit for 11 months. Like, yeah. And, you know, I would, when I was working with Daryl, um, you know, our, our buddy two phone Daryl, mm -hmm. uh, he used one of his phones to talk to me all the time. And I, you know, I attribute a lot of my success to having him in my ear constantly. Um, and it, basically him telling me, dude, you're killing it. Like I would get so upset. My, my calorie allowance, I want to say was like two, 2000 or 2100. And I would eat like 2117, even though I burned 4,000 that day. And be all upset. And he's like, you had a 2,000 calorie deficit. What is wrong with you? Yeah. So, you know, I think between Daryl coaching me through my mindset for so long, um, that this this month I'm just like, okay. So I gained some weight. We'll get back on it next month and just work through it. I can't, I, I can't sit around and cry over it because I know this isn't the end. I know, I know this journey is going to go on forever and I'm going to have a million more months in my life, God willing, where I gain weight again. I mean, it's, it's the problem with, and I will say for me was I had a bad relationship with food and I still have that same bad relationship with food, but like, it's not as bad as it used to be, but I feel like you have to really fix that, that issue first. Like, even if you get to those, cause I got close, I got pretty much to the end. Well, the end air quotes 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then like, I didn't fix my relationship with food. So like, you know, I, you know, my story, like I was 492 yeah. and I got all down to 192 and then, I, you know, I lost 300 pounds and then it slowly crept back up over the course of like four years. So like it, I still had issues with food and I just did not fix those issues. And now I'm still trying to fix those issues. Well, it's like, how the hell do you fix those issues? Like n barbecue chicken isn't going to get any less delicious. Like, well, yeah. I don't understand how I'm, I mean, like for me, a big thing is portion control. Like I can't just eat a normal amount of food. And then the other thing is like, I, fast food doesn't suck. Like it's really good. And that's why we eat it. Like, it's not like I'm eating, is there probably some sort of addictive um, nature to it? Or is there, you know, marketing or whatever it is subliminally? Am I, it, Am I thinking I have to have it? Probably a little bit of it. But the other part of it is that it just freaking tastes good. Like, I'm not I'm not out here just swallowing <laughs> bacon grease to get fat. I'm eating delicious foods that I enjoy. So it's yeah. like, how do you fix that relationship with food? Well, I mean, it's also hard, too, because, it, you know, other addictions, you can stop doing them. You can stop doing drugs. You can stop doing alcohol. You can't really stop doing food because right. like, <laughs> you still have to eat. So, like, you... It, it, it's it's one of those addictions that just it's kind of hard to find out like how do you stop an addiction where you need the addiction every day at right. some and, point and for me like i know i did the same thing that probably everybody in the world does when they start a weight loss journey and it's like okay so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna eat crap anymore i'm gonna track my food so once i've already tracked grilled chicken and brussels sprouts I'll just eat that every day because it's easy because mm -hmm. I've already got the calories tracked because I know it's within my macros. And then like two months in, you're like, I can't eat another Brussels sprout. Like I'm, th this has got to end. And I don't know why I never got that way with Chick-fil-A, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> I can eat that shit every day. Yeah. But when it comes to, you know, when I'm meal prepping or whatever, I'm like, I'm just, I'm so over this food. I mean, there's people. I mean, there's people who eat chicken and rice every day, and they're they're perfectly fine with it. I'm like, how do you eat that every day? Like, add some, yeah. add something to that. Just. <laughs> but Listen. even that, I just like I don't know, and I also don't like meal prepping or like cooking in general. <laughs> my like my husband and I are working opposite shifts, mm -hmm. and then my kids don't eat anything that I would based because of autism um and my daughter can't have any sugar because she has a, a glycogen storage disease so i'm literally cooking for myself i'm not gonna like souffle some healthy shit just for me so i end up you know air frying a grilled chicken breast and i'm like this is bland and boring and miserable when pizza's not so i just i i don't know how to fix that relationship with food because food is good no, I mean, I, I totally get it. For the most part, I cook for myself. So, like, I'm always trying to make enough food for myself where I'm not trying to eat the same things. But, like, right. I, it's it's hard because I don't want to come home and cook every single night, like, a different thing. Or even, like, cook something every couple of days just different. So, like, I kind of have to get real creative with it. That too. And then like, I also don't like a lot of leftovers. Like I don't like meat reheated. I think it t changes texture and is gross. <laughs> so, you're, you're the total opposite of me. Cause I will eat, I will eat it for like four days straight. 
Oh gosh. So will my husband and I just, so for my husband, I make him a meal on Sunday and he eats it pretty much till the next weekend. Yeah. I cannot do it. Mm -mm. So I don't know. I, I got a bunch of lean cuisines yesterday. They are like only three grams of fat. Cause I'm watching my fat right now because my cholesterol is high yeah. and um, they're only three grams of fat. And that'll be easy. So I'm going to see how that goes. The portions seem a little bigger than they used to also. So well, I, I, and a secret, I did that. I, I ate like linguazines like every day when I was losing weight the first time. And I really? <laughs> yes. Well, so I planned on getting like a bags of steamable broccoli too. So I'm like, I'll have a lean cuisine and an extra bag of broccoli with it. And so I get the volume because I'm a volume eater. I need, I need the portions. And so I have to like fill those portions with something healthy because otherwise I just eat too much. No, I, I, I did that. Like I either did a linguine and some kind of extra protein or I did like linguine and some kind of vegetable, like usually like spinach or broccoli or something like that. But like literally that's what I did like for the first time. Oh, see, that's the road <laughs> I'm starting to head down. I don't know. <laughs> I just, it has to be easy. You know, you're on the go, you're working. I know like, and now too, you've got a kid. It's like, it's just, how do you keep up with all of this? You have to plan for it. <laughs> you have to plan for all of it. Ugh. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's difficult, but it can be done. Yes. And we're doing it. We're doing it our own way in our own timelines, but we're doing it. And I think, you know, part of the Instagram world in which I, I accredit so much of my success to, and now so many of my friendships too. Like it's, it's so awesome. The, the relationships we've all cultivated through Instagram, but there is a flip side to that too, where you get stuck in that comparison trap or, mm -hmm. you know, you see someone who's doing better or more or quicker. And, um, I say that, uh, very self-aware that I have done this very quickly so far. And, uh, without much struggle up to this point. So I know, you know, I used to have an unnamed source, Daryl, in my ear telling me people want to be where you are, you know, like Daryl would get DMs, like, how is Emily doing this? And he would always say, because she's consistent, like she doesn't quit. Yeah. She stays consistent the whole time. So I don't want to sound like a, a brat here saying I'm seeing other people doing it faster or whatever, but I am now. And it's hard to, to know, you know, to see everyone's way in Wednesday and be like, well, I suck. <laughs> well, no, and I, I totally understand that because I got into a comparison trap right, I think right before I took the social media break in April. Mm -hmm. I, I took that break because I was like, I'm comparing myself to everybody and I'm on my phone too much. I need to take a break from all of this. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, the putting the phone down thing has been a little helpful for me with my mental health. Mm -hmm. But then when I don't have the weight loss community in my face 24-7, I also am not focusing enough on my weight loss. So it's it's such a double-edged sword. Well, I guess you just have to follow the people that you don't feel like you can compare yourself to. I guess that's, <laughs> I guess that's the way to do it because, like... <laughs> If you're following people like you're like, I'm probably gonna compare myself to I'm like, oh, you might want to change that a little bit. But I mean I totally get that. So you're you know, telling me to go follow a bunch of people who are failing so I feel better about myself? I'm not telling you that, but <laughs> <laughs> Okay, because that's that's a great idea. <laughs> or you could do that. 
Hey, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you can just follow the same people who are like, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, I'm struggling. I'm like, well, you're like, you I got. It's kind of funny that a bunch of us kind of hit that wave at once. Like, Crystal has been in this maintenance mode, but she still has a little bit of weight to lose. But she's like, yeah, I'm just kind of chilling here for a little bit. Amy got to a point where she was kind of sick of it for a little bit. You were doing your reverse dieting for a little bit. I was mm. like, eh, I need to just chill for a month. Like, it's kind of funny that we all burnt out at once. I just think it's because it's the summer and <laughs> nobody wants to deal with that during the summer. They're like, right. I don't... You know, I, it's so true. Like, I, do, I did so freaking good in the winter and in the spring. And now it's like, it's hot. And also there's barbecues to go to. And also ice cream is really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even Caitlin, Caitlin Elise, um, with three Y's, she texted me the other day and she's like, I've been feeling the same way. Like, just kind of want to chill, like not worry about it for a minute. So what you're saying is everybody should just take a break right now. And when September rolls around, then jump back into it. Yes. That's, which, is, which is interesting because like with, with the fall, with the fall and the winter, it's, it's like Thanksgiving halloween christmas like you have all these big holidays and people are like oh well i can bypass all that but when the summer comes you're like no no i I know i just and it's funny too because i i was like really in the depths of my weight loss during the holiday season Mm -hmm. and i had no problem taking one small plate with just like a tiny dollop of mashed potatoes and gravy a little slice of turkey like i just i did so good and now i'm like at a barbecue and i'm like i want a hamburger and a hot dog and pasta salad and the potato chips (laughs) like summer is just hard i think summer is not the time to lose weight i just really think that summer is the time to take a break and then fall comes back when the cold weather comes back then you jump right back into it and also, when you're fat, it's, like, really hot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a big part of it. Like, I hate being hot. And yeah. is, I don't you're know like, how you guys live in Texas. Uh, I don't know how I live in Texas. It's so hot. It's, it's it's. I think we're, like, under a heat advisor right now. It's, like, 100 plus degrees. Oh, my so, God. No, thank you. Yeah. It's 72 right now. And I, I was sweating when I was running. <laughs> I wish it was 72. I like every now and then I'll see Angela saying she's out for her workout because it's going to get hot and she puts the weather on there and it's already like 80 something at five in the morning. And I'm like, wait a minute, it's going to get hot. Cause to me, 80 is hot. Okay. It's 80 like at like six o'clock in the morning. Oh, that is brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I officially declare it weight loss break season. Let's all just pick this back up. In September, <laughs> we'll try again. This is just brutal. I don't. I seriously have no idea how you guys do it. My good friend Hillary lives in Arizona, and she was beating herself up because we were in a miles challenge, and she couldn't get the miles in because every day, at like when it's time for her to work out, it's like ninety already before she goes to work. Oh yeah. I'm like, uh, you don't need to get your miles. You need to not have a heat stroke. So. Yeah, that that heat will do it to you. That's why I'm currently not running right now because it's like when when am I gonna have time? Because I usually work out in the afternoon, and it's four or five o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, no way I'm going outside to run. So, are you um are you still doing the DDP yoga? Yeah, I'm doing it three days okay. a week right now, and I'm like I'm almost done with this first 
there's like a beginner's phase is 13 weeks. I'm on week 12 right now. Do you feel like you're becoming more flexible and stronger from it? Yeah, I, I try to do it more than three days a week, but there's for the most part, like I try to do it in the morning and I just can't wake up, but for the most part I get it done. And I, I do feel a lot more looser because before I used to be real stiff and everything I'm still kind of stiff, but like I think it'll work itself out as I keep doing it. I um I haven't had a lot of time to strength train because I just like between my running schedule, the coach gave us homework. So like every week I would have the homework and I would need to take rest days. So I just haven't really fit in a lot of strength training. So I was thinking of starting yoga. Yeah, you should um because DDP yoga you have to pay for, it, but if you can find something, I think. It's on YouTube. I think it's Yoga with Adrian. I think that's yeah, the name. Yeah, I've actually oh, that, seen her when I've Googled, like, yoga for beginners. Okay, yeah. She's got some good stuff, too. It's not DDP Yoga, but it, it, it does. Well, I, so far in my yoga um, journey, I've just bought a yoga mat. Um, and I feel, I feel like that's a really good first step. <laughs> that is a good first step. I mean, step. it's still in its wrapping in the corner, but I bought it. You'll use it. <laughs> I, You'll, I just don't know how to fit it all in. Like, that's the other thing with running is the, the, the coach, like, the, the homework is a lot. So, for me to, like, then try to fit in strength training or something else, it's like, oh, my God, I need those rest days between running. No, it is hard because I I was at one point going towards just running and not doing any kind of strength training. So, it is hard to try to, like, fit that in because you just don't have the time to do strength training and run. Like if you're a full-time runner, like you don't have time to strength train really. And I'm, and a lot of runners do that too. Like they, I ask them like, have you strength trained? And they're like, no, I haven't done it in six months. I'm like, and then some of these people are injured. Well, so. and that's my thing is, you know, I've been having um, some SI joint, sacroiliac joint pain. And then I mm-hmm. get some hip pain. So I'm like, I know I need to at the very least get to the gym to do like the hip abductors and um like the back stretch thing um back extension machine and stuff like that i need to keep doing for my my joints and stuff and i just i have to make it a priority at least once a week or you can just get yourself a really good stretch stretch yeah i don't know about all that (laughs) it works though (laughs) daryl's always pushing those damn bands no, you should use it because it actually does work. It, it and it only takes like five to ten minutes, so you can just sit on the floor and watch TV or play with Pearl or Jack. And I, was just say, I don't know about your house, but in my house, the only TV we watch is pretty much Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, PJ Masks, Paw Patrol. Exactly. <laughs> so I guess if I need to, you know, do some stretching during an episode of Paw Patrol, I can. I mean, you've probably seen it 20 say, times already. Of, it's, it's so funny. My husband, every now and then, I'll, like, be singing a song, and he's like, how do you know this? And I'm like, this episode has been on a hundred times, and he can block it out. He's, he has no clue what any of the episodes of anything are about, and I could tell you the plot from every single episode of Mickey and the Roadster Racers. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, God. I wish I could tune it out, but I cannot. So I am a Disney Junior... Um, if Jeopardy ever has a Disney Junior, you know, category, I'm going to crush it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so 
What? Okay, so you said that you have these running goals coming up. What else do you have coming up that you want to talk about? Oh God, I don't know. Nothing really. <laughs> I don't. I I don't have a lot going on. It's. I mean, I I always have a lot going on with the kids and stuff, but. I've, well, just, yeah. I've got these races coming up that I'm I'm trying to stay goal focused and goal oriented on, and then I want to just get back into to losing weight. But I I think after this conversation, I'm going to go a little easier on myself for a few weeks because it is summer and it has been, you know, it it's I know I can do this in the winter. So putting so much pressure on myself, maybe I just need to chill out a little. But um, I yeah, other than other than the uh the um races coming up i really don't i really don't have a lot and i think that's why running is so important to me is it's like the one thing that's mine you know my daughter has so many medical needs and we have uh-huh. we have ultrasounds and echocardiograms and, and and ekgs and she's got an angiogram coming up and uh we meet with neurologists and endocrinologists and gastroenterologists and electrophysiologists and she's just constantly in and out of the doctors and everything so it's like I'm dealing with that for her and I my son's got all his therapies and it's like my whole life is lived for everyone else and running is the one thing that's just mine so you know I I just I keep that my focus and so when I say there's nothing else coming up that's like a good thing because that means most of my time is mine and it means I can get out there and I can run and I'm super grateful for my husband because he has to take the brunt of parenting on the weekends so that I can get out and run and go to my run groups and you know and and train and because he doesn't have any time to himself or anything either but Mm -hmm. he encourages me because you know he wants me to live forever so it's good to keep my heart healthy and strong and keep keep working my way towards getting off my blood pressure medication. I guess that's my big goal right now is just to get off of this blood pressure medication. And I've got, um, September 4th is my appointment for my blood work on my cholesterol and praying that eating low fat for the past few months has been enough to get that cholesterol down. If not, then I've got to freaking start a medication for that. So my goals are just to not take on any new meds and to get off the ones I'm on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been doing good with the low-fat diet, though. For the most you... part, I have. Besides, like I said, these last few weeks, I've been eating fast food again. Um, and I have made some better choices, but not completely. Um, I check my macros at the end of every day. And I would say um, maybe in the last 30 to 45 days, I've probably had five days where I was over 20% fat. So Mm -hmm. I think overall I'm doing really well and I make sure if I have one high fat meal a day that the other meals are extremely low fat so that I can balance out my macros. So I do feel like ultimately I've done pretty well with the low fat, even though I've made some poor Chick-fil-A decisions lately. But it's Chick-fil-A. Right? (laughs) I don't, I don't think, I don't, I I think you can have Chick-fil-A every now and then. I think there's nothing wrong with that. Every now and then is the part I'm failing at. Well, <laughs> we were on a we were on a, a year level fitness client live the other day, and uh, I was talking about you know my life is busy, and so I keep eating fast food at night. And then a little bit later, I was like, you know what's really good? The egg white grill breakfast sandwich at Chick Fil A. And Daryl was like, hold up, you said dinner. Why are you talking about fast food breakfast? And I was like, busted. 
<laughs> so yeah, I've got to get back to the every now and then and not the every other day again. Yeah. I I think it's good that your husband is supportive and lets you kind of get give yourself a break and let you do the things that you want to do like just to get a break from the kids and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, it's real it's 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 crazy because I I wish he would do it too, but you know, then he guilts me. He's like, well, I don't want to spend time away from you guys. We don't get time together as it is. And I'm like, oh, well, I do. So, <laughs> <laughs> but my mental health really needs it. And I, I need yeah. a break. And he has the day shift with the kids when they're like fresh faced and hungry and happy. And like, he can give them meals and make them happy. I have them at the end of the night when they're miserable and tired and stuffed and it's bedtime, but they don't want to go to bed. And so I tell him we like we have, we're raising two different sets of kids. He has like them before they get wet, and then I have gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the gremlins reference. <laughs> so it, it's it's good that he does understand, and he lets me uh, he lets me go and and get some time and get these runs in. And I I think he knows too. I like I'm a better wife and a better mom when I get those you know two hours to myself to just go train yeah it's my therapy my co-pays really went up with the hospital and and the insurance and everything so i can't afford a therapist i gotta keep running and 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 that's and that's fine because i mean crystal uses the gym as her therapy too so like i I know but i like how you know we all leave your your podcast trying to figure out how to get to therapy what's up with that That's not I, my fault. I laughed so hard the <laughs> other day when um, Rachel started that random Instagram message group and Crystal just popped in and was like, does anybody want to be my therapist? And then there were crickets. <laughs> like, That's because she brought it up on her podcast. And I know, I, was I like, heard it. And, and you were... And I was like, no. I was like, I text you every day, so is that not enough? She's like, You're like, no. I kind of already am your therapist. And I'm not getting paid. <laughs> Oh man, that's the difference. She tried to pay Daryl and he wouldn't take it. She tried to pay Daryl to come slap food out of her mouth and she didn't he didn't take it. I'm telling you, he is not growing the brand very well if he's got these opportunities in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Daryl. <laughs> he he won't listen to this. What are you talking point, about? <laughs> Although I did, have you been on story? I know I got you really early in the morning here. Did, have you been on stories yet this morning? Did yes. you see his love fest to me on stories this morning? Do you owe him money or something? <laughs> no, but I told him, I was like, wow, that was really nice to come out to. Because I was on run group and I came, I sat down, I opened my phone because I was getting ready to see if we were going to chat. And I had all these notifications from Instagram. And I was like, wow, Daryl, thanks. And everyone who submitted something. <laughs> See, I think he's trying to get you to do a weekly podcast. I Don't do it. I was being silly with my Instagram <laughs> superlatives yesterday. I just, I was just sending some shout outs to my friends. I tried to include everyone, <clears throat> but, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm sure I left someone out still, but. Somebody always gets left out. You already know I this. I know, and they're probably crying we- in the corner right now. I'm sorry, whoever you are. You're probably not listening to this either, though. Probably so. not. Nobody, nobody listens to this. I listen. About? 
I, the only time I struggle is when you all of a sudden release like five, and I'm like, shit, I, it's going to take me a week to catch up. Who releases you, five? I released you one. You released a lot back to back, like one week. I released one a week. What podcast are you listening to? <laughs> no, there was more than one a week, like two or three weeks ago. And then I got behind. That wasn't me. <laughs> oh my gosh, I will look when we get off of here and I will <laughs> verify that I am right. This podcast comes out every Thursday. <laughs> It even says it in, it says it in the information, yeah, see, in the description. I think that's what it. I need to do when I bring my podcast back. It's like set a day and only release once a week. Hold on. Let's talk about that. Since the series finale was a couple weeks ago. When you bring that um, back. You know, <laughs> I, I will say probably um, around the regular, you know, TV series start up around the end of September, right? Oh, I'm going to be busy so, then. <laughs> so I will probably be back around the end of September. I uh, just taking a taking a, a little breather and uh, wait, building up some stuff to talk about. But um, you also have been doing the blog. Yeah, too. I've been focusing on uh, focusing on my blog in dealing with uh, special needs parenting. Um, my daughter is about to go through an autism assessment as well, which we fully expect a diagnosis. Uh, a lot of people don't know that seventy um, percent of people who are genetic tested with autism. Um, do find that there is a common gene. So it, it, it can be genetic. And a lot of times you'll have siblings who are both on the spectrum. So um, mm -hmm. we, we kind of already expected it. But so I, when, I, when I started to process my emotions and feelings about having another child with autism, I thought I would do it live and uh, <laughs> put it on the blog. So, and I also get, you know, a lot of people when they have a kid with, um, medical needs they have like facebook pages where they'll give updates and stuff um i hate facebook so i thought for my family and everything i could have the blog and i can post after we leave her doctor's appointments and you know what the next steps are and everything she's looking at a couple surgeries coming up and um just things like that so i've been kind of focusing on the blog and focusing on the kids and uh, just taking a break from the weight loss podcast and the weight loss world, but I'm going to find a way to balance both of them and, and get the podcast back out there for my six extremely upset listeners. Okay. So what's the name of the blog? Uh, the blog is, um, it's, you can find it at www.tackyandawesome.com, but it is spelled uh, T-A-C-H-Y-A-N-D-A-U-S-O-M-E. So awesome, like autistic, A-U-S-O-M-E and tacky. T-A-C-H-Y is tachycardia, like my daughter's heart disease. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was a pretty clever name, if I do say so myself. Because <laughs> we are tacky and awesome. I, uh, I I talk about my weight loss a little on the blog, too. So I almost called it tacky, fat, and awesome. But I was going to spell that P-H-A-T. Oh, I know my it's so funny. But I decided not to. So we'll keep it uh, keep it about the kids. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's what I got going on. I got the blog. Our, the podcast is coming back. You're going to have to just sit tight and wait. You can find me on Instagram at M is the biggest loser um, or on Daryl's stories talking about how amazing I am. And uh, or catch me at any of the Cleveland races because I got pretty much every single one coming up over the next till the end of the year, at least for sure. Every race. Mm -hmm. Well, like I said, I appreciate you coming on. We've been trying to do this. For I a know. While. It Even finally worked 
because you're like the third person that says, I've been trying to get on your podcast for months. Sorry. Oh, I know. I mean, you <laughs> haven't made it until you're on the What I Live For podcast. So <laughs> now I am, I'm, I'm like official. I'm real. This is, this is big time shit, man. I'm excited. Well, get back on, get back on Terrell's podcast. <laughs> that's the, that's the big I, time yeah, stuff you know right what? there. It's been a while. I think I will have to pop back on the, uh, your level fitness, uh, Daryl Perry podcast. Good luck with that. He's got a he's got a calendar. I you know what? I have had to put myself on his calendar before. That's serious stuff. And I've had to like schedule think... phone calls with him. Like, can I just call you? Aren't we are we cool like that? I gotta schedule it? Man. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's big time. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well I have to go school supply shopping now, so that should be fun. Well have fun yeah, with thanks. that. I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you talking to me so early on a Sunday morning. No, it's no problem. I was already up. All right. Well, I hope you have a good rest of your day. And uh, thanks for being nice to me. I know that's hard for you. I know it is. It's very hard. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. I want to thank Emily for coming on and just sharing uh, her story and what, what's going on in her life and uh, her her uh, pursuit of running. So I'm I'm super glad that she's really pursuing this 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 running and not this running i'm really i'm super glad she's just pursuing running because she you can kind of tell she loves uh, the just the sport of running she she's chasing progress and she's just trying to get better with a sport that you know she's pretty new to so uh, like i said i appreciate her coming on and just sharing like what she's got going on in her life and i'm super excited to see what she does in the future because she's like i said she's super determined even with her weight loss, she's she's she was killing it, and then you know she's kind of taking a, a a break from it, not completely, but she's just like she's just super motivated, and and I, and I love having I can't talk today. I love having those kind of people in my corner because you know they kind of motivate me to to kick myself in the butt and <laughs> and just get and get going myself. So. Uh, like I said, I appreciate Emily coming on and just sharing what she's got going on. If you want to follow Emily, you can find her on Instagram at M is the biggest loser. That's E M is the biggest loser. Um, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Willie Gillis. If you have any questions, comments, and concerns, you can email me at what I live for podcast at gmail.com. And that's going to be it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, like I said, I have more coming. I'm really enjoying doing these and I'm, I'm, I'm having a chance just to talk to people that I talk to in DMs or just have conversations, like bigger conversations, um, just in audio format. So, like, I'm really enjoying doing these things, and I'm looking forward to talking to more and more people. Um, I've got a few more people lined up. Um, I'm trying to get bigger people on here, but, you know, I'm just practicing my art. This is uh, interviewing people's art, and you, you learn by doing stuff every day. So I really appreciate you guys listening. Um I can see like who's listening. I can kind of see who's listening, and 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 I'm getting feedback on what you guys are enjoying and what you're not. So I really appreciate that feedback, and I will get off of here. But like I appreciate everything you guys are are doing by listening to the podcast or rating, reviewing the podcast. So again, thank you. So I will get off of here, and I will talk to you guys next week.